Doing good, man. Before we get started, you've had a long run ever since the 90s, and a lot of 90s bands have thrown in the towel, and even with some changes over the years, you guys are still running strong, and you've even got new music out by uh, releasing a new album back in June. Tell us a little bit about that new album. Well, the new album is called Invisible Stars. Um, you know, our last studio record was released in 2006, Welcome to the Drama Club, and I hadn't made a record. I had gotten into this rhythm and kind of a rut in a way of making a record, writing a record, recording a record, releasing a record, touring, coming back and doing the same thing without giving myself time to um, know, get some grist to the mill, you know, to live some life. And uh, that's what I did this time and just had, an, had a second daughter, sent one to college. And then about two years ago, I just started getting the fire in my belly again and started writing songs. And after about three or four of them, it started feeling like a record. So I got the boys together and we scraped up money as it would come. Hey, that's if, if we uh, do this for these guys, they'll give us studio time. It was kind of that mindset. It's not like it was back in the 90s. Not for us, not for anybody. It just isn't that money that was shooting out of the ground back in the day, you know? Yeah, oh, definitely, and we hear that a lot from artists these days who are trying to break, much less the ones who were, you know, a, a big deal for the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 even years. I can kind of understand how you almost need to, like you said, live life for a little bit and then let it inspire you enough to want to get, you know, excited about creating a record and getting back on tour again, and that sounds like that's the case. Well. It gives you a chance to process what's going on in life, right? Yeah. And that, that's the whole idea about, as for my reference, Chris, for the Mellon, exactly what you're saying, just taking some time to process it and having it come out, kind of goofy word, but it makes sense, is having it come out organically Yeah. and without trying to force it. Because nothing forced ever sounds good. It never does. Nothing. That's one thing about doing what I do. I, I have the ability to do it, and I need to respect it, feed it, you know, keep playing, keep working, but at the same time respect that it kind of has a mind of its own. Absolutely. Now, you recently came off a spring and summer tour with fellow 90s artists uh, Sugar Ray, Lit, Marcy Playground, and also the Gin Blossoms. That sounded like it a pretty amazing tour, and I regret that I missed it. Those are a lot of my favorite bands, as well as uh, yours especially. Uh, how was it working with all those guys and kind of, uh, you know, reliving those moments with all of them together? Well, I have this idea about, you know, over the years, and I'm not the only one, but I'm, I am I had the idea to do this thing, to do a tour that was of 90 bands, not, not just nostalgia, but also bands that were still putting out records. And in, the, in all the cases except for Sugar Ray, Everybody on that tour is, is either put out a record this year or, or the year before, or like Marcy Playground is going to put one out pretty soon. Like, I think they're going to put one out in January or February. That given, I came up with the, the term Summerland because I wanted it to be a summer tour that happens every year, not just with the bands that were on the bill this last year, but new bands. So that's what I'm in the process of I, while I'm on tours. I'm calling other guys and and gals and bands that were big in the 90s and putting to get, putting that together. And uh, I'm putting together a really great bill for next year. I can't talk about it till it's done, of course. But uh, it's gonna, you're gonna, if you're a fan of those bands, you're going to love these next bands. 
See, that's the cool thing about this process is that it's not some, you know, like concert promoter or record company jerk that says you all should do something. It's actually you guys, all the bands, the the, the, the dudes that matter the most in my mind who are saying, you know what, let's just go out and have fun, jam together, you know, put a nice show on and just enjoy ourselves as opposed to just trying to figure out how you're going to make money or something stupid. So that's very admirable. I appreciate that as a fan. I'm, I'm glad it is. It's a lot of fun, and you know, we everybody's got to work for a living. But no one got rich off this thing. So everybody worked all summer, and we we worked doing what we love to do, and we've got great jobs. I mean, come on, I'm a middle aged guy that plays guitar for a living. <laughs> I win. Yeah, know? absolutely. I agree totally. You do win. It's uh, awesome. So did not you? That anybody else can win. Everybody else can't win too. It's not a not a competition it's just like i you know i think like yeah, everybody in in all the bands and everybody i think in in my business who has a sense of themselves is able to not take things for granted and to be humble and appreciative and grateful and just look at it i'm and i make no bones about how old i am I, i've never hid my age i'm 50 years old 50 years old tattooed blonde pierced <laughs> I've got two kids, a kid in college, a kid in kindergarten. Um, I've got an awesome wife, great friends, and I get to play music and put out records, and people still did what I do. And they should, especially since you've gotten the chance to uh, to get together more recently here now with Eve Six, who's going to be joining you. So tell me about how you got involved with uh, them and getting them on the bill. Well, that's a whole other thing together. Max and I have been big, big friends for a long time, and uh, I almost produced their first record back when Max was still in high school. Wow. They came to me and wanted me to produce the record. Didn't do it. Kind of regret it the whole time. Um, but really, me, Max and I go out and do things together, and we've always, we've even played together acoustically, but we've talked about getting our bands together. And I tried to get them on Summerland for this year, but they didn't want to do it this last year now they wanted that they'd love to do it but um cause it's, it's tough out there man it's tough getting work but when we talked about getting having them do a kind of a co-bill with us it totally made sense you know what it is to me and i see other people doing this is just in the economy like it is in the world that we live in now you have to get people who are going to see shows value and as many hit songs and as many name bands and as many experiences and that they may have had in the past and will have in the future, you need to give that to people to justify being able to charge a decent amount of money. Summerland, I kept at an average of a 35 to $40 ticket um, for five bands, which was great. This is a cheaper ticket. We're about three shows in and we're just having a blast. Every band is watching every band, every show, just like on Summerline. And how fun is that? It's like the old days of those radio shows back in the 90s, where you just have all these bands playing short sets and just digging on it. This is a little different because we get to play a longer set and stretch it out instead of these six. So there's a, there's a lot to be thankful for. I think everyone who's coming to the show is just judging by social media, both bands. is 
super, super excited. And they should be, especially for this show, since the ticket prices are extremely reasonable. You can find details at Ticketmaster.com. Art, I appreciate you being on the line here, especially as I'm waking you up this early in the morning. So please uh, enjoy your time here in Michigan, however short or long it may be. And uh, good luck on the rest of the run here with Eve 6 in the uh, in the future, okay? Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. You guys have a great day.